0: Hey everyone, a slight programming change. Uh, This was originally going to be a single episode, but it went pretty long and Marcus had to schedule a different session due to a scheduling conflict. So that will be the next episode will be our our time with Marcus. In the meantime, I'd like to also please take a look at the show notes. I've got a link to a GoFundMe for our own Citizen Turtle. You might know him as uh, the Citizen Brick Collector with the large pearl gold collection. He and his family have been through some things in recent times and fallen on some medical bills. And I wanna make sure that I get the word out as much as possible. You can send him a dollar, $5, a billion dollars. You know, every little bit helps. There'll be a link to the uh, GoFundMe in the show notes. That being said, this is a great episode. Uh, A lot of whining, a lot of complaining, but it's all in good fun. And uh, let's just get to it.
1: the next shiny new thing bring me the next shiny new thing bring me the next shiny new thing bring me the next
0: shiny new thing hey everyone and welcome back to the big bag big cast i'm your host brett also known as geek over 40 and today's episode is actually a special one as i have four co-hosts with me today instead of the usual one or two it's almost a full party, but unfortunately, our evening is Marcus's morning and he's heading to work. So we'll find his inputs later in the episode and we'll call, as we could call it, with him separately. Now, what could bring us all together at the same time? Uh, we're pissed. We're pissed. We're angry and we're not going to take it anymore. This is the first of our rant series that will pop up on occasion when we go over the things that chaps are plastic. There'll be no script, no rules, just pure complaints about our first world problems. So before we get started, this is also a special episode because we have Zach, aka Falks from Instagram uh, joining us. He has been a longtime co-host, but this is his first episode actually joining us. So Zach, if you can just go ahead and introduce yourself and you know, who you are, you know how long you've been collecting, what you're into, you know, the usual.
2: Sure, sure. Um, yeah, so... Guess I started I looked back and I started collecting probably right before March of the pandemic. And um I don't know. I was always collecting on and off, but like that time is when I started getting into like overseas customs. I remember getting the PCB in-game Thor on tier one randomly in the middle of the night. I was just in a black hole of custom Lego minifigures that I had not known existed. And I just found that it had just gone up for sale. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is a hundred dollars. There's no way I could spend $100 on a money figure. I didn't know that it was like going to be a hot seller or anything, but um, that was yeah, that was kind of like the break into that. And before that, I collected just very few stuff like Phoenix Custom here and there. I think like with the homemade suit and then with like Citizen Brick stuff, I think I remember just as far as that goes like the Louis CK figure. That was like one of the first ones. I remember really being like, oh, this is like, it's a cool figure that I want to keep for a long time. And then he turned out to be a piece of shit. So, (laughs) (laughs) so that I think I traded that back to Joe at a brick world years later. And I think he sold it for a lot more. (laughs) He traded me like a figure set. I forget what it was, but uh, yeah. So Um,
0: You're actually a unique um, collector. In fact, you used to be like really deep in the, in the rabbit hole with um, hero customs. And then you started mm -hmm. scaling back. And you start getting yeah. CB, and then you started yeah. treating superhero customs like they were CB. Uh, do you want to talk about that for a quick sec?
2: Yeah. I was, like, dancing in my apartment, <laughs> I was, which I love to dance. And, uh, and yeah, my whole case of figures crashed. Like, all my, like, that in-game Thor, that was in there, along with a lot of other expensive superhero customs. And I just felt so silly. But, damn, I was having the most fun dancing in my, in my apartment. So... I cleaned it all up and was like, "Well, you know, maybe I'll move on to something else." And Citizen Brick was like, "Was like maybe I'll just return to that, you know, collect more of that." And I had all that superhero stuff left over, so I started just mashing up combos with that and having a lot of fun. I've been having a lot of fun with customs lately. I feel like you're probably having
0: the most fun out of anybody. We're all stressed out, yeah. pissed off. And- <laughs> Facing burnout, doing episodes on FOMO. And you're like, hey, check out. I just made Black Widow from What If? Combining like these seven <sighs> customs together. and You know, and you're doing all it's, these great things. And then you're selling them on the Geek Exchange as sets. Like the Captain America Stealth with the bike. That was really cool. Yeah,
2: I, yeah, I did. I sold some like sets like that. I just thought it would be cool to, to give someone a piece of that. Just saying like, oh, I took the time to put all these together, you know. They may not necessarily get there, but if they want a, a, a part of that, they like think it's cool enough to put in their collection. I think that, like, yeah, take it. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. I think, I, just, I think you're, you're like, you're like truly free. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> some folks are like unboxing with gloves and, or we put them in our wicked brick cases and, and we're like, look, but don't touch, you know, hide it from the kids or whatever. And you're like, well, I'm going to take this shit apart and I'm going to put this. Oh, yeah. Here. As soon as,
2: as soon as i get it in i'm I'm just taking all the arms off i'm taking every, every piece of it apart to see how they did it yeah or see what what's going on and yeah that like king uh, abnormal kingpin and biggie uh mini bigs biggie smalls oh that was awesome like one of the greatest parts ever man uh, and when i put that together i was like no no way this just looks too good and in what world would i have those two figs at the same time i kind of it's kind of like moments in time like that. Right? And, Collect these figures and I just kind of see what I have at the time. Sometimes I just don't have something. And I'm like, okay, well, that would be cool, but I don't have it. So and what's but funny this, is you know, yeah.
0: in my in my I'm sorry to interrupt, but what's funny? Well, you, you <laughs> have a good point about the smashing up and when you made that, abnormal even shared it. And you took apart oh, their fig. Yeah, no, they shared it to their story. And I'm finding more and more brands. I thought they'd be more protective of their vision of their designs. Like, oh, this is you're messing with our vision. But, you know, like Adam himself had said on the podcast. No, it's great. I love it when people try to do things. Now he's got I've got my own version of how I thought it should look. But I never want to get in the way of other people trying new things. So yeah. I think as long as you're Scat. enjoying the product, they got their money. <laughs> as long as you're enjoying yeah, the yeah, product, yeah. you know, I think I think they, they don't care. So that's pretty
2: cool. Scott does a great job with that, making his those figs his own.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, moving on. So Phil, Nick, Carrie, say hi. hi. Hey, hi. <laughs> so normally, well, I'm very big on the way I plan these episodes. I do a lot of forethought. But this time, I'm gonna let it all fly off the handle and what happens happens. So we're gonna start with you, Phil, your subject was so many damn customs with all the
3: increasing prices. Can you expand on that? Yep, absolutely. <laughs> it's uh, it's just getting crazy at the moment, to be honest with you. There's just so many figures being released now. You've got, you know, even like, like we've discussed in previous podcasts, you know, you try and focus on a brand. Even doing that these days is getting more difficult. Now you've got some brands that are releasing maybe three or four figures a month sometimes. And with everything going on, cost of living, you know, increasing. Uh, the figs are increasing too. And I won't name any brands, but obviously we, we all saw recently um, a certain figure got announced, and it was $180 for a figure. Uh, you know, that's one fig. You think about it, when, you, when you've got tens of figs being released on a monthly basis, you know, $180 for one is is just insane, really. Um I mean, me personally, it just makes me feel, I mean, you you know you're going to have to miss out. Like, you know, you can't possibly keep up with it. Well, not unless you're incredibly lucky. For me, it makes me feel a bit like a failure. Uh, it, uh, you know, there's lots of reasons to have life regrets. Not doing well enough in school or having a good enough job. You never thought one of the reasons for that would be that I can't buy enough plastic figures, <laughs> you know, as, as, a, as a grown adult. <laughs> but yeah, it is you're just getting crazy at the moment, and it just makes you feel a little bit burnt out after a while.
0: I, I can't tell you you're wrong because it is getting crazy and um it's actually becoming more of a turn off i want to buy less because i'm just getting so pissed off that i mean folks i understand they're excited to make some some of these some of these brands are very excited and they're passionate and they just want to build that that library of their own creation
3: oh um, yeah you, you can't fault them for that can you at the end of the day they're all brands that are all trying to survive yeah. uh and- you know so yeah. And they're not
0: making as much money as everyone's like thinking they're they're making. A lot of them are just trying to get by and just fund the fig so they can get it made. You know, so I don't want to hear this, well, oh, they're just all fucking greedy. i I think I do think the higher prices, some of them are a bit predatory. I do feel that that's becoming a situation. But I also, without knowing what's going on inflation wise overseas with the cost of materials and molds and plastics, it, that we could be witnessing the end of a domino effect. I'm not going to try and. I don't want to invalidate anyone's feelings on this podcast. The prices are where they are, but I think there might, there could possibly be something going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Being that you know, my ass is in America, I don't know what's going on in Chinese factories, but it's something's got to give. And right now, it's it's my wallet. I can't do it anymore. Not
3: just. I'm finding that I'm uh, I'm sort of forcing myself to miss out on a couple of things just to sort of practice the FOMO, you know, get uh, get yeah. used to it, uh, desensitized. But what keeps going over in my head over and over is that meme from bridesmaids, you know, the uh help me I'm poor, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's always there in the back of my mind lately.
0: Carrie, <laughs> what do you uh you know Joe just recently uh with CB just recently announced the changes to how CBD is going to operate and we've had a record number of original figs come out in, this year and more only in early May. Do you feel that what Phil's talking about lends itself also to what CB's doing, like just too many figs coming out? I, I ask you specifically because you've been diving into Mr. J and some of the superhero stuff as well. So now you have to kind of figure out that balance.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it's definitely hard because it also with, um, my, lame-ass Canadian dollar um you know buying like five figs unfortunately I end up liking them all so then I want to buy each one that comes out it's getting a lot it's getting to be like way too much for me as well um and then yeah it's the same thing with Mr. J like he was kind of doing smaller releases and like less frequent and now I'm finding it's like every time I wake up it's like he's got something new out and I'm like Shit, um, but yeah, yeah, I, I'm in the same, same rant category as Phil on this one, for sure. How about
0: you,
4: Nick? That oh. is so many, so many drops. It seems like every weekend, three brands are doing drops. Um, CB, I guess, less so because the quantities are so large in their production runs now that I don't fear that, like, if I miss something, I'm going to have to pay. 4x what the retail price was so I feel okay missing out on those if I'm not loving it at the time whereas like the superheroes I feel like if I miss it I'm going to have to pay double or triple which with the prices right now is going to be astronomical so I'm almost afraid to miss something and regret it later.
0: Oh yeah there's stuff still on the website from the last drop and it's already Mm -hmm. on eBay for like four times as much and (laughs) like guys just take a breath think about it Uh, Zach as someone who we just mentioned earlier is kind of spiritually free in this matter. Do you have any thoughts on it? Cause I, I don't know oh, what your, yeah. what your rules are or what your goals are. I, mm-hmm. I know you have a few outstanding reservations with some resellers that you're waiting to cycle through, but I mean, I Ew. don't really even know what you're picking up lately.
2: Yeah. I just picked up that Jen lizard figure. I thought that was pretty inno- innovative uh, design. I just kind of want to see how that came out. Um, and that was a pretty heavy ticket price on that. But I, I understand why. Yeah, as far as other pre-orders, they're, they're trickling away. I'm not, not certain. I've definitely practiced, like Phil was saying, I've practiced uh, res- not res- just reserving something because I think I'll miss it. That was hard for a while, but it's passed. Um, and then, yeah, it just seems like there's just so much. It's so saturated. And then even official Lego, I mean, I just have spent so much on BrickLink in general. Just off oh, your
0: mocks. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just getting like hair pieces or little um or just molds and stuff for for figures here and there. Or just getting like odd parts that are not usually for minifigures and just seeing what I could do with them. Um so a lot of my money went there, surprisingly, to BrickLink. But um, the customs are crazy. It's way too much. And um, yeah, it's getting harder to just pay a bill. So you have to make choices.
0: One, the one single piece of this podcast that I've taken with me almost every single day since it was recorded was Phil, when you made your comment on the FOMO episode about if you already have a fig on your in your collection on your shelf that's perfectly serviceable, you're not missing anything by trying there's no you don't need to go after the next one just because it's the new one and you know regarding like a different version of the same character or whatever and i really think i still think about that all the time there there's yeah, a couple things to it to, yeah I'm there have been a couple things it. have come out <laughs> that i'm just like you know what i'm happy with what i got but i mean i have cycled out most of like my old dragon brick type stuff um You know, because I know there's other stuff coming from like Lifebrick, like the uh, stealth Steve Rogers from Winter Soldier. It's, yeah, it's getting to a point. And, you know, I've kind of been working my way into a system where I'm selling figs to pay for new figs, which has helped out a lot. But I'm over the panic of waking up every morning saying what new thing got got announced. I just can't do anymore. That's why more than ever, I'm glad I'm not collecting Star Wars figs because y'all got hosed on May the 4th. Holy shit. And there's more getting announced since. I feel for you.
4: The Star Wars thing has been crazy. Originally, I was collecting that just because I thought it was a safe thing. There weren't a ton of releases coming out. Now that people have shifted their focus from Marvel, it's like Star Wars is blown up.
0: <laughs> well, we're gonna save that rant for when Marcus is on because that's his that's his point of contention.
4: Oh, but I can't wait.
0: Yeah, I just with Spider Verse coming up. Hold, oh, good lord! I'm not. Yeah, I'm not looking forward, forward to. I'm. I'll, I'll probably abandon all. All other interests, and just focus on collecting the Spider Verse figs. Uh, Let's get the rest later.
2: I feel like I heard you just get punched in the gut.
0: Oh yeah, well that I'm also eating these gourmet gummy bears that are really good (laughs) 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 that that I got from a work event yesterday.
4: (laughs) Man, I I should not be eating gummy bears on a
0: microphone. It's probably going to sound terrible.
4: But um, we were were all watching as you had to deal with the (laughs) No Way Home.
0: (laughs) Oh god, I'm still dealing with No Way Home. I'm just glad I'm not chasing old Spideys anymore.
3: All
4: caught up so and congrats
3: thank you thank you go. um I, I said the other day didn't i um i'm at the point now where i literally do not ever want to see andrew garfield or toby Maguire's faces ever again <laughs> <laughs> i'm sick of them i <laughs> got i, I got, got my i got my
0: oh so this leads into to Nick's thing we'll talk about in a second but i you know i got my life brick um toby mcguire spidey's in um not the symb- symbiote yeah i'm still waiting on that one I got him in there's all this hype everyone was worried about they were selling out so fast know, yeah, i got them the way i got them i usually get them and i get them i just it came in a package with like five other figs they were the last two i opened i just didn't care i was just i was looking at this chainsaw man uh machima fig i got and this other chainsaw man uh denji fig i got and then um there's something else that came with that day and i was like oh yeah i got the spideys too <laughs> I opened them up. I'm like, oh yeah, these are really good. Pretty quality cool. quality's great. Yeah, no, no flaws. Great. I'll put them on the shelf. Done. And uh, I just, I'm just so sick of No Way Home. Uh, it's gonna be another year before I can watch the movie again. <laughs> and just, just, I'm just so tired of it. I want, I want new original Spideys that no one has done done before. Even Lifebricks renewed, um, even Lifebricks renewed uh, renewed interest in doing uh, Spideys. Uh, I know he's doing. Um, Fantastic Four, Spidey and Bombastic Bagman. I'm like, well, I've already got the ones by Triangle and Cristo and Crystal Minifigs. Granted, not everybody does, so it's a cool opportunity for new collectors to get some. So I, I respect that. But I'm just like, just give me some new stuff. <laughs> not the same old, same old.
4: That's what I'm afraid of, is all the new things. I'm, the I'm, yeah. I'm still buying them. I'm
0: still buying. I still think I think Lightbrook does a phenomenal job with their print with their prints. So I know they're gonna be great. But yeah, I, 720
2: I, degrees printing, yeah. 720 <laughs> degrees.
4: It reminds me of the Tony Hawk game. Oh, oh the old going up, going to the 1080. Yeah, that's next.
0: Yeah, I'm afraid for the new Spider-Verse. We're going to get a rash of people doing Miles figs, Gwen figs and uh, 2099 figs. And that's it. But speaking of Spideys and burnout, Nick, when you submitted a, t- a theme for this episode, you just said burnout so
4: go for it well perfect transition because actually yeah it was i was at a point where i'm almost done with my no way home collection and then i thought oh shit spider verse is coming out and i've had like seen the finish line the light at the end of the tunnel and then i was like oh my god i'm gonna have to start all over again and this has been brutal trying to get it because there were a couple that i passed on and then i realized i do want to have everything so i got like the Jocka green goblin i just got Still need the PCB doc, but I got the mini Gazer one. So, so close. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to do it all over again. I love Spider-Verse. It's my favorite movie. So I know I'm going to be all in on that. And then I was just like, what am I doing with my life? Like,
0: this is how you started collecting, too. mm -hmm.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially uh, Spider-Verse was my first love, man. (laughs) So I'm going to have to be all in on it. But um, I'm just kind of not looking forward to it, I guess. Just I think with the amount of releases and the amount of people doing the same figure and wanting to have the best version. So I'm getting them all and then trying to sell the one. But none of them are out yet. So it's just like so much invested and hoping for a payoff. Yeah, I'm just burnt out, man.
0: Yeah, I'm also I'm tired of seeing people burnt out. There's a lot of folks that have stopped posting on Instagram. And this is actually, I've also noticed this not just in Lego, but in the, act- I follow a lot of action figure photographers because not well. one they're inspiring 2 they're just phenomenal artists and good people, but I'm seeing a lot of them that if they've moved on, they're just like, you know, they're posting screenshots using camera mode from video games or, you know, they're, they're just tired. Like they couldn't keep up with the releases as well in that, in that regard for the action figures. And they're like, I guess they got tired of recycling the same couple of figures all the time. And, they just decide to move on. I mean, hey, you're not obligated, to, you know, to do this for anybody. But it's it's sad when there were some very talented folks that felt overwhelmed with trying to keep up with the hobby. There's that pressure to stay current, and and you know, I gotta say that's one thing I, I'm proud of myself for is I've never felt the need to chase the most popular thing. Like if a new movie gets announced, I don't feel the need to do a bunch of posts about that movie or or about that MCU rumor or recreate posters or something. I'm not, not that's no dig on those who do. I mean, some of them that do do a phenomenal job. Uh, it's just not my bag. I would rather keep walking my own path. And, and that this this Freddy series I've been doing lately, I really didn't realize how I was getting burnt out for a while. And this Freddy series that I'm doing has reignited my flame because it's forcing me to do things differently and think differently. I'm doing more mocks and um practical effects rather than digital for me burning out right now has been about trying to like get that latest custom then trying to think of what i want to do with it and then i realize i'm not i'm not trying to prove myself that hey look i got that new harley quinn too you know i'm 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 not i don't have the energy for it because to keep up like that i would have to increase my output which means i would have to lower my quality i'd rather just some really do some really kick-ass posts like you know three four times a month with the figs that I'm enjoying rather than what the latest and greatest fig is. And I'll just, I guess, do an occasional collection video or something so people can see what I have. anybody else want to chime in on that?
2: Those Freddy posts are so cool. <laughs> I was, <you>
0: know, <laughs> that's so Just a compliment. Good. I appreciate it. I um it's really made me right. think outside the box on a lot of things. And uh the next one will be will be out before this episode airs, but it'll be Freddy versus Jason. And oh. uh <sighs> Sweet. Uh, I, I had an original idea, and then I rewatched the movie last night. Um, uh, we'll see.
1: On that note, I mean, you may as well keep going and do a photo shoot with the new uh, Michael Myers that Mini Big Maybe. Sprinted.
0: Uh, I need to wait for it to arrive. I'm part of the second wave because I missed the first wave. I was caught up in the Geek Exchange, and I missed it. Oh, well, you know, I just got a Leatherface in from CB, a CB Leatherface in. So, I mean, that's going to be fun. I'm not going to, I don't want to talk about the plans I have for that because they may not be done before this episode airs, but that's going to be some original shit. Carrie, you saw a preview. Actually, I think everyone here has seen a preview of me screwing around with it, but I'm going to have some fun with that thing.
4: It's cool. It looks like you're having fun and really inspired, which I'd love Mm. to see.
0: Yeah, it's. I don't know why I, i'm just so um my brain is so wired to like not want to take the things apart and just keep them as is and i gotta let that go so i can start doing more funky shit.
4: yeah you're getting you're becoming free like zach man i know
2: <laughs> i'm not that i'm not that free I'm, I'm still fretting over here over the next release or whatever whatever comes our way i mean even just like this i'm sitting here just, touting official lego but that lego dreams line looks so so fun oh my gosh oh
0: Oh, well you know so speaking of of, so leading into burnout some folks don't have to worry about their budget some folks don't worry about they don't get burnt out because they're only focused on recycling and reselling things they buy Carrie, did you want to go over your thing that you're pissed about
1: oh you got all night um,
0: um, well, let me, let, me, let me sum it up. <laughs> let me give you the clip notes. Carrie, you submitted overbuying with the intention to sell at a higher price. That was the thing you wanted to pitch about.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess I don't really know where to start with that. I understand, you know, uh, like we all do it. We buy something and then we tire of it. So then we sell it and the value has gone up so my thing is like why are people buying like say 10 citizen brick figures and then you know it sells out and then boom here they all are and they're just i guess yeah they're just flipping them and there's tons of collectors out there who are trying to get it and now they have to pay like way more because one person well not one person but Multiple people are like just buying like a whole bunch of stock and then it's like funding their own collection. Like their need to keep buying, but it's just, it's just like, I don't understand.
0: It, It makes you wonder the money you spend on the extra stock that you wish to sell, the time, energy, all of that, you know, whether you're doing it through DMS or auctions or whatever, Facebook, whatever. Is it worth the energy? Do you really make that much money that it makes it worth it? And, and I'll, I mean, let me caveat that. And the disdain you get from the collectors that know you're doing it and, and, and souring your relationships with those people, does it make it worth it just because you decide to buy like 40 torsos knowing you're only going to need two for yourself?
1: Right. And I, I will say that I find now with the the higher quantities that you can buy from sorry, the higher quantities available to buy from Citizen Brick, the resale market is like quite it's it's hard. like you can't you know you can't go and sell it when it sells out for like a hundred dollars. like people aren't really buying like that anymore, but then the people are still buying up all the stock to do that. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? So, what you're, so you're saying
0: the, the, the quantity the quantity has been increased to the point where there's no real stress to get it, but people are still buying it like it's limited and selling it like it's limited.
1: Yeah. Like, and I remember last year, um, citizen brick day, not like the misprint figures, but like the, the standard stuff, there's like a few people on eBay, like, and everyone knows, it's like they just go and they buy and then they pop it on eBay for like double as much. And I'm like, are you really making money on that? Because you're paying your all your fees.
0: Right. Your fees. And you're like, just, I, I just
1: don't really understand how you're making money at I that just, point.
0: Even if you're making like. Even if you if you. OK, so if real low numbers, let's keep this simple. If it's a five dollar fig, you sell it for ten dollars but your fees are going to be like 20, 30%. So, and then, you know, say you, you cover shipping in the, in the, in the cost to the, to the buyer. So, yeah, I mean, what is the percentage you're really making off those things? And then there's just all the hassle of buying, sorting, coordinating DMs, um, dealing with those who may occasionally try to, you know, rip you off with a claim saying you didn't ship PayPal disputes. I mean, I just, uh, then, then you gotta make your post saying you're advertising it, or join my auction, or, or bid on this post, or however method you're using to sell. I, I just feel like it's just so much fucking work. You know, yeah. you, I would just take all that time and energy to like enjoy what I have and spend it on more stuff that I want for myself. But teach their own. Yeah, no, I I think it's a valid complaint. I don't think we we can do anything you know, to change it. But I think with Joe's um, increased quantity, I think, like you said, I think the market's making it harder for those people to just not to survive.
2: See, I hate that so much, though, because that is just a horrible introduction to the hobby. It's like, mm. it just starts off with sour grapes, you know? You get, and that person's probably not going to, like, jump into collecting, which really is a bummer.
0: Or or like you said, no, it sets a bad precedent because then, then they come in thinking it's always going to be that way, and then they, it's like they repeat the cycle. You got... The uh, the new stuff coming from like LCM Bagels, right? LCM is like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna lift this artist up, and we're gonna do a cool initiative to let young artists or you know just let Lego artists get their stuff made into a material item that people can buy. That's an awesome idea. But then what happens? These collectors come in with this idea that this is how it's supposed to be, and they start buying them up and selling them at four hundred percent, five hundred. I mean, oh my god! So a buddy of mine, I'm not gonna say who. Sold a, a Vader for 400 bucks or no, 350. They thought they were being fair for 350. Because in the superhero world, you know, 400's like really pushing it. So, 350, you knew it's a hot item, He sold it. Dude was told he's an idiot. He should have gone to the Discord and sold it for 700. It's ridiculous.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even the Christo Fantastic Four Spider Man is only going to go for like 500, 600 max. And that's if you find the right buyer. And I think. I think uh, Rex's Rex got it on their site for like eleven hundred right now, which so that's not going to sell. And now that Lifebrick's coming out with one, I, that crystal value is really going to drop. But yeah, they come in thinking this is what it's supposed to be like. This is how it was done to me, so now I have to do it to everybody else, and it's it's that's horrible. But um,
2: yeah, sometimes the lineage is fun if you follow it. Like, think uh, the Peter Kid, uh, the Donut <laughs> Peter Kid. Like, I think I bought that from Nick. <laughs> and then like mfg just bought that for me so oh cool it's kind of fun like to see who's gonna have that fig next and and he he's a good collector so he'll probably do something oh. fun with it and i had a lot of fun with it just fun to pass it off to a new home and see what what somebody can do with something that's that's always fun
3: oh I love yeah that as well. the history of a fig is cool isn't it you know thinking where it's been some of these figs they've literally traveled all over the world it's amazing isn't it when you think about it
0: it's almost like they should have a library card that you can like write the owner's name in, and then just pass the card along with the fig when you sell it. And you just I love that. It.
2: That'd be an awesome idea. Oh my gosh, MFJ. Sorry, I said MFG Customs. That was MFJ.
3: I was going to say, Brett. I don't know if you remember, you were very new to our um, to our sort of group chat when this was first brought up, but uh, I had this idea a long time ago for a community fig. So, it's a fig that we basically, um, a bunch of us would band together to buy. And then we would basically send it on. And everyone's got to take a picture with it and then pass it on to the next person.
0: I, I think within our group chat, we don't really pass figs around. We pass boxes around. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> so guess, true. Brickbox, <laughs> and you, you, people will just put a different label on top and then tape it down. And then I get it. I look under the label, it's to me, but then it was originally to like Sket. And then it was originally to like Dash. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to turn this thing, this box inside out and repackage it. And then I'm going to send it to Nick. (laughs) So we definitely recycle our boxes a lot.
2: And the post office wins every time.
0: Every time. (laughs) Carrie, going back to your comments. Yeah, the overbuying, I don't see the point. Like someone once told me, um, I buy extra so that somebody who misses out on the sale can get it later. And my thought was, well, if it was still on the site, they could just buy it themselves. That's
1: That's true.
4: That's a tough one because sometimes I'll get two for myself and then somebody will inevitably miss one. I'll send it their way. but
0: That's different. um, I've bought two before because I want to display them different ways. And then
4: someone who I knew was a
0: real, real fan of that character, I'm like, you know what? I don't need it. Go ahead. (laughs)
4: No, but it definitely feels like sometimes seeing the amount of friends that miss stuff either because they're in a different time zone and didn't wake up makes me want to buy six just so that I can be the guy who helps out. Um, And the other thing I was thinking is like, since everybody's overbuying to flip, it's put me into a position where I don't even have time to think about what colors or what things I want, like say for a citizen brick, like a torso drop, right? Um, I've learned to just buy as much as I can and figure out if I like it later only because if you wait more than a minute, it's gone. Um <laughs> so I don't even want to play that game, but I feel like we're all forced to play it just because of the of the scalpers.
0: Well, what I did for the last C V drop and for the rep for frame of reference, folks, this is the drop that had the um They had the Black Panther advocate, uh, the Cooter's girl, et cetera. I followed Citizen Bricks Instagram, and every time they posted a preview, I made note of what they showed. And they were, they were really, we were fortunate. They showed like all the parts and all the colors. I just basically took screenshots and threw it into a PowerPoint and circled the ones I wanted and made a list. So I was able to go in, hit the drop downs to direct exactly what I wanted, and then get out. I know that's not always an option with like say minibigs or truid or those types of uh, companies, but, um, that, that I think helped me a lot this time.
4: Seeing all the colors in advance was really cool.
0: Yeah, it really was. And it's cool if you know, it's going to be available, but, um, all right. So too many damn customs with increasing prices, burning us out and people are overbuying with the intention of selling at a higher price. Zach, what chaps your plastic?
2: Oh, I'm so glad you asked because it is overdone characters for me. Um, I just think we have had one too many iron iron men for a long time. And um, I don't know. But you know what? No one's even really making like, are they making Last uh, the Iron Man that came out? Like best a Iron real... Man come
0: out or nostalgia's yeah. classic Iron Man and Jin's classic Iron Man.
2: Okay. So yeah, they're still coming out. TMB um,
0: top mount is still doing the Hall of Armor.
2: Oh, let's just say anytime that somebody releases a fig, or a render, or a teaser, and then all of a sudden, somebody else has a render up, and you you just, you see it back to back, and it's like, wait, wait, was this, I thought somebody else had a release or a teaser earlier, what is, what's going on here, like, I just wish that people could figure out how to make what they want to make, and not just... I mean, I get people are just making stuff. You just okay. maybe you just have all these projects you're working on at any given moment. And um whatever whatever you decide to release is is you're showing people, okay, this is where I am with it. But it's because somebody else released something, seeing where they are with or they're ready for the release doesn't mean you should show them like where you are with something or that you've got something in the canon and it's just I don't know. That's not maybe a different rant, but it's <laughs> part of like the overdone characters just make whatever you want to make and release it whenever it's time and you feel like it's ready to go. Um, you can have as many different projects as you want at any given moment. You don't have to finish that one completely and then go on to the next and finish that 100% and then go on to the next. It's, everything's always up in the air. Right, you're just kind of playing with it. So that that's just cre- creativity things, but I don't uh, know.
0: I get it. I get I'm it. I'm pissed about it. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, I get it because you're like, and this- I mean, there's an the obvious one, so like everyone's going to make a Wanda when Multiverse of Madness came out, right? That that everyone second that was announced, everyone was getting on, you know looking for research photos. Again, mainstream popular character, I'm not surprised. But sometimes there's some niche characters you're like, all right, don't tell me you were thinking about this one too at the exact same time. I mean, I think yeah. uh, these things don't get created. In a, these things don't get created overnight, right? They don't just whip up a, a design within 12 hours of somebody else debuting their pre-order so they probably did have it in the hopper for some time but i think i think everyone's learned that you know the way these customs are sold they're in limited quantities people are going to miss out and you'll be okay releasing your version later it'll be all right
2: you will be you will be okay it's like okay you see what they did and then take note and do the next project and if you really are passionate about it then yeah, release it. Somebody's gonna be, somebody's gonna dig your design, or they're gonna think that that's the one that they want over this one. Even, but let that brand or let that, oh, you know, oh, oh,
0: let For them have example, their day. Let's talk about it. She Hulk, Daredevil. Yeah. How many brands are making Daredevil? And and it's every brand is fully entitled to make whatever character they want because again, they want to have. You got to remember, brands are not building these things. Um, this is going to sound horrible at first. Just hear me out. They're not building it for you, the collector, right? They're building their universe of their characters. Okay, they're not building you one figure in hopes that you're going to match with a fig for another brand. They're building their own internal universe of figs. Our hope as collectors is that they look good together. When you have this menagerie of different brand figs together, they look good. Um, that's why Phoenix Customs, for say, is so popular is because. You can mi- mirror that with you can mix in a Phoenix custom fig with a Lego collection or a custom collection, right? Kind of rides the fence in, in an excellent fashion. Whereas if you got like Minifigs Factory, very intricate molds and details, doing their Lord of the rings stuff or Chainsaw Man or whatever, or all their other anime, you know, fantasy, Chinese historical stuff, they're not building that hoping that it looks good next to your abnormal figure or your Jocko figure. They're doing it. Their internal things. So when they design a Wanda, it's going to be in their style, right? So I understand why they're doing their version because they have their own nuanced ways they feel it should be portrayed. It's really up to the buyer to say, "Well, I really like this about JAka, but I don't like this. I really like this about PCB, but this part, I wish, you know, <laughs> going back to it earlier, I wish you did side prints or whatever, or, you know, This one doesn't come with any weapons. I really feel it should have weapons. This brand by Abnormal is going to come with a lot of accessories. So I really think the complaint is valid, but I also think we as collectors need to step off the hype, our own hype train that we build up in ourselves, and pause and think back to, like say, the FOMO episode and decide, okay, if a brand was to make this character, who do I think would do that character justice in the way that, I and their style, I think, makes that character look best I'm just gonna hold out until they do it, or I'm gonna DM them say, "Hey, do you have any intentions of doing this?" And it might give you some direction, because the reality is every fig's gonna sell regardless. I don't know of any fig that's having trouble selling right now. Uh, that's a mainstream character. All those Daredevils sold out. You know, who 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 did um who did Daredevil? We had Jaka, we had Crosscheck, and yeah. Shin, Lifebrick. Who else? Do you think of anyone else off the top of our head? A few of those were yeah. collabs, though, weren't they? So I think it seems like more brands involved. Yeah, yeah. Or... yeah, they were sure. collabs because there's gin and Crosscheck, uh, Lifebrick and Abnormal, and then- Well, Lifebrick and Abnormal's that wasn't the She-Hulk one. Lifebrick did their independent Daredevil. But my point being is, y'all know what what level of details are going to come with these brands. You know whose faces, the face designs you're going to prefer. And unless you're in a situation where you're, or you're in a financial situation where you can say, you know what, I'm just going to buy one of all of them and take the best of everything, you know, like you like you said, Phil, get used to FOMO and just say, I'm just going to wait for this one to come out, or this is my first choice, my second choice, my third choice.
4: To that point, I think it'd be cool for brands to launch or to release, like, uh, here's the next year of what I'm, what I've got planned, almost like an MCU phases. I don't know if that I know some have done that and I know that there's probably some competitive restrictions in terms of wanting to tease that but if you really are loyal to a brand and want to know what's going to come out I would definitely wait for certain brands if I knew it was coming but um there's definitely been times I bought something just cuz I thought this is the only one that's going to be out and then of course a week later somebody the brand I wanted to announced it.
0: Yeah, there's been there's been definite issues in the past where brands have teased um and mm-hmm. while and so they so say you have two brands um, in competition with each other. One is at about a 60% design solution, and they decide to tease it. But then you have this other one that's like a 90%. They'll just be like, fuck it, pre-order. Just trying to beat them to the punch. So I can see the reservations and not wanting to reveal too much. But yeah, having yeah. a roadmap would be great. Uh, almost like the way Jaka said, you know, we're doing this Age of Ultron line. We're doing this Justice League line i think that's great. exactly exactly you know cross check we're doing the fox x-man line i think that's awesome because that because you're going to want to set that matches right i, I think you know, once you buy in one you're going to buy in on all of them because you're going to want them all to look the same um, or at least aesthetically look the same so i think that's great but maybe for one-offs i'm not i'm not sure that'll ever happen hey everyone sorry for the interruption but a quick disclaimer. This was episode was recorded well before anyone said they were going to make Guardians of the Galaxy figs. So uh, I stand corrected. And thank you, Jocka, Abnormal, and all those others who are stepping up and finally making the dream come true. All right, back to the show. But if someone said, hey, we're doing the Guardians. Hallelujah, someone's finally doing the fucking Guardians. I'll tell you right now, that's going to sell like crazy. And I'll be the first one in line, and I'll buy the entire set.
2: Um, that's a long time coming on whoever... Um, so it's nice to take that out. Just...
0: That's there's my rant. That's what pisses me off for this episode. Nobody's done the goddamn guardians of the galaxy. Yeah, I just want a guardian set. It doesn't suck. So I think that kind of goes through our whole list. Anybody else got anything?
1: I just want to say that I'm sitting here and I'm looking out my window and somebody walked by wearing a dare Sweater like the mini bigs, bigs dare torso? torso and if you guys don't have one you should get one because they're pretty cool and now i want a sweater so <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right well again so like i said this was a non-scripted episode but it was a lot of fun and it was a uh, lot of
2: fun <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm sorry i'm literally tired uh i got out of guardians last night at two thirty. i got home from guardians last night at two in the morning
2: yeah you're a champion and
0: I got up and I did house cleaning all day, so I am beat. So, what we'll do now, we'll just close this out um, and say thank you everyone for coming on board to the event. So, that being said, we'll just go ahead and sign off. Everyone say bye. Bye. Bye.
1: bye. <laughs> I want you on my rack. Bring me the next.